No. What? 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 The game. Hello. <laughs> well, hello, podcast neighbors. Um, right now we're eating this delicious cheese, and um, again, Dad doesn't get to be the oldest man in the room. That's true. Or, we have. Um, we have grandparents with us. We have Grandpa Jerry and Grandma Donna. Who are different are, grandparents. Um, that's right. We we interviewed the uh, uh, the farmer side, and now we're interviewing the bishop side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, we're counting on the bishop side getting higher ratings. <laughs> we'll show those farmers now. So uh, this is an episode of The Old Man and the Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and eight. It's a food episode, episode eight. too, so there may be, I think it's, I think we're at seven. This we delicious seven. peaches and cheese. Peaches and cheese. So, so what? Lay one of those first questions out there, mm-hmm. Devlin. We have questions for the grandma. So I actually made some questions on a Microsoft Word document. Um, very professional, if I do say so myself. You do do product placement. And now this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to ask a question, and then you can ask a question off the top of your head, like something more spontaneous. And then um, at the end. Uh, after I'm going to ask the final question, though. Okay. Okay. I may. I want. I want a more of a historical record, so I may have to ask a series of questions. So I may have to bend your thing a little bit. But go ahead. You ask the first question, How and then dare I'll do you. something. Okay. First question. What tree are you? <laughs> that doesn't compute. <laughs> Grandma Donna, if you could be a tree, what tree would you be? Um, I was told at one point in time, interestingly enough, that I'm an oak. Oh, oh interesting. So. That's, right. that's the tree that I pick as well. Grandma mm-hmm. Donna. Well, the oak tree. she is your mother. That's true. So, that's so the sharing. acorn doesn't fall far from the tree. That's right? true. Oh, God. That's true. <laughs> that was a terrible... <laughs> yeah, that, that's Devlin's... Puns uh, already? That's Devlin's icebreaker. Uh, we'll go ahead and lay the next one out for him. <laughs> Let's do them both. All right. Well, next one, I have a... It's your turn to ask a question. Uh, don't you want to ask about the uh, character? No, 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 no. no. I've already put that up in the lineup. I'm curious. Grandma Donna, I want to ask you first. Um, where were you born? I was born in Pasadena, California. Pasadena, California. I didn't know that. So you were in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And how long were you there? About a year and a half. Okay. So you moved pretty quickly then. Mm-hmm. And your dad was a salesman, right? Yes. He's kind of a Willie Loman-like character. <laughs> he <laughs> sailed all the men. <laughs> well, in those days, he was in his early 20s, and yeah. he hadn't quite achieved his wasn't. Willie Loman. He was a Willie Loman in the making. Later yeah. on, he did achieve his, yeah. his inner Willie Loman. Where did you, um, so from Pasadena, where did you guys move? We moved to Sacramento and lived with my grandparents for three years. So we lived at 29th and W., the house no longer exists. They put a freeway through there, and um, that's right. I was it com- ends but at W, doesn't it? The, mm-hmm. the downtown Sacramento is laid out on a grid, right? And that's where the on ramp is. Like right X there. is the last, is the last street, yeah. isn't it? And I was the most indulged toddler ever. I think. You were? Yeah, living with really doting oh. grandparents, and uh, my mom was a stay-at-home mom at that point, and. Yeah, I, I pretty much had the world to myself. And these, those are your uh, Scottish grandparents, right? Yeah, they are. And they, and they, um, they were really you were really close to them your yes. whole life, weren't you? I was. You know, until they passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and you didn't have any other siblings at that point either, could right. you? Right. And that's good, right? That, that was, that was the best. I have not a lot of memory from that time, but. I think for most kids, that's the best when you're the only one. Is that Devlin tr- could is that probably true? attest to that. Yeah. 
Fiona's under the table crawling around, making tons of noise on the track. She is not. She's being very good. Um, yeah, yeah, you were too busy talking about whoever this Willie Loman character is. It's from is. Uh, a famous play called Death of a Salesman. Willie, Lo- Willie Loman actually is kind of a likable character. That's not well liked. That's true. That's his, sort of, that's his reason for that. See, every time you start talking, she starts crawling under the table and making tons of noise. Fiona, if you want to join in, too, you're welcome to, to jump in here. As she runs away. I'm sorry, remember how rude she was last podcast? So Del- surly. Well, that was late at night, and she was tired and surly. We did the last one at like 11 o'clock at night. So, but it, it, it would be really important, I would think, for uh, an adept podcaster to be flexible, to be able to adapt to whatever <gasps> the circumstances yes. are. So and that's why we know, the show on. must go on. Right, that's why we did it at 11 yeah. o'clock. So we did that. Right. See, I think I, you're giving it a look like I've done something wrong, <laughs> where I'm supposed to learn something, but no, we just did it. We had, we adapted. And I think I think Grandpa Jerry is suggesting that maybe you need to roll with your sister a little bit. Roll and with so the critical. punches here. <laughs> okay. Right, Fiona. You may you may in the future want to do something with the Rockettes, and she may be your ticket to that. Good point. That's true. That's true. So. Um, I guess now that you totally just grilled Grandma... No, wait, I'm not done yet. Um, so, uh, when you were living with the grandparents in Sacramento, then Linda was born, right? She was born there? No, we moved to Redding, California. Right. And I think my mom was expecting before we left. Yeah. And so Linda was born shortly after we moved to Redding. And you were, were you in Redding for a long time? Um, I was six, and Linda was um, two when we moved back to Sacramento. Oh, okay, so you really grew up in Sacramento for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Because I remember you talking about that part of the state and that you really like it up there. That there's that. that oh, it's too hot. It's Redding. too hot for you. Oh, Not Redding necessarily, but just kind of the, the landscape of uh, that part of the country. Yeah. You know, that part of the state. Yeah. Or maybe I'm thinking about myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, like I think it's a roll up the windows and step on the accelerator. <laughs> 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 All right. Get through it as quick uh, as you Now can. that uh, Dad, you're done, you've uh, oh, okay. I'll, I'll, so we left off at six and two, and I want to pick up uh, later. Go ahead, Dylan. Ask another question. Okay. Well, this is for Jerry, I guess, since you grilled Grandma just then. Um, Grandpa, what do you do for a living? This is more for the people we're listening to. Um, and what was your experience like? Um, I mean, what do you do for? What did you do, or do you do for a living? Grandpa Jerry, scoot a little closer. Uh, Let me get you. What a. Did you enjoy it? Like, can you tell us a little bit, like, how that was like, or what that was like? Hmm. Well, I'm I'm a physician mm-hmm. by training. Okay. I uh, went to medical school in Oregon, and I went to Sacramento for my postdoctoral uh, training, and then I was in the private practice of internal medicine in Sacramento, and I did that for four or fifteen years. Uh, and then I had an opportunity to um, join medicine and the business world. I did administrative things for a few years for a large um, hospital organization in, in uh, Sacramento, Sutter Health. And then I went to work for an insurance company doing uh, managed care administration. So it's a variety of experiences from direct patient care to... Um, Sales and management and um, the like. 
Cool. That's cool. You really had a full career from mm -hmm. all, all sides of I did. Uh, kind of doing medicine. stuff up and down California and Oregon. Yeah. Um, but, well, when I was working for Aetna, um, I did some things in Los Angeles and San Diego, and I did some things in Seattle. So cool. Kind of all, all okay, Jad, um, do you like to ask something extremely spontaneous? I, so, Jerry, you were, uh, let's get the, can we get some of your history too? What do I, will you well, were, I actually have something on the lineup of questions that concerns okay. that. I, you were still able to keep your hand in kind of as a doctor, too, even when you worked for, um, for uh, the insurance Yeah, I, I still right? uh, I, I have a license to practice, yeah. and uh, once or twice a month I volunteer at um, uh, clinics for the uninsured in Sacramento run by the UC Davis Medical School. Do you still do that now? Or are you, oh, that's yes, great. I do. So that's part of your, last your volunteer month, I'll stuff. I'll do it... Uh, Couple times next month. Yeah. Did you? Did you why did you want to do that? Uh, <clears throat> the part of uh, me, I think, like the part of m most doctors, is that you like helping people and serving people and kind of giving back. And this was an opportunity to uh, practice medicine without be being worried at all about the business side or the billing side. Yeah. Um, you just uh, uh, take the people as they come and do your best for them. Yeah. That's great. Devin, okay. go ahead. Go ahead so, um, the next question is, a, uh, what fictional character are you? <laughs> fictional character? This is the other icebreaker. This oh, is how I've made some of my greatest <laughs> friends. I'll say it. Just, so, so you have, you, Jerry knows, I can tell. He knows right Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one, man, yeah. Well, that's a good I, actually, the truth is, I'd rather be Monty Burns, but I don't think right. I have the uh, <laughs> I don't have the uh, you, fortitude. You're not ruthless enough. To no, be Monty I'm Burns. Not, I'm not, so. Hummer is Homer. the is the unconscious antihero. I believe yeah. he's been referred to as. Well, and, really, and of course, the brainchild of uh, Matt Groening, who is from mm -hmm. this area. That's right. Eugene. Yeah. That's right. Isn't that what? A, isn't there a town in Oregon that the Simpsons town is based off of? Uh, Springfield. Springfield. And in yeah. fact, I lived for uh, in Springfield for one of the four years that I went to University of Oregon. Even though it's bordering Nevada, uh, what is it? What is Springfield bordering in the Simpsons? Eugene. No. Oh, oh it's no, they never say. They never say. No, they did that one on the movie where it's like you have spectacular views from Nevada, New York, um, I, it, Mexico, and Hawaii. It's right. ambiguous. Yeah. So I went to. I remember went to a job interview in uh, Kansas for a little junior college there, and I uh, it was Independence, Kansas, and I stayed in Coffeeville in Oklahoma Coffee over the Kansas. border, and they were all like, "What are you staying in Coffeeville for?" Isn't <laughs> we never got the side of the uh, last. Dalton, right? I think it might have been, yeah. And it was it was more working class. It was sort of Independence, where the, the fancier one, Coffeeville, was uh, you know where the where the mm -hmm. no no bouts lived. So okay, um, so what about you? How about yeah, Grandma Donna, fictional character? Oh, uh, well, since Jerry picked Homer, I am kind of like Marge. So <laughs> you know, I sort of grumble under my breath when things aren't going well, and. Um, uh, Always doing the right thing. Try yeah. to keep my ideas to myself when I realize they might be offensive to others. But yes, and telling a lie is a hard thing for me. And I don't uh, think Marge tells lies. No, she's uh, she's a very honorable yeah. character. I think. Um, what you keep your things to yourself when you think that other people might. Yeah, I do. Why do you do that, Mom? 
I guess because I don't want them to think badly of me. Yeah. I suppose. I can't say I show that trait. No, you say I trait people, thing, but you could you know. use a little more of that trait, maybe. Little, I mean, <sighs> little censoring goes a long way. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever your opinion on this is, I got really angry at um, the other grandparents once. Uh, after the uh, podcast we did with them about a, uh, we were arguing about homeless people, I think. Um, and can, can, can I go on about this? If you want to. Okay. Um, yeah. No offense, guys. If you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a thing, and it's okay to disagree. You guys. Yeah, are, so we, we, got, we got in a big argument about it, and I, um, I guess, yeah, I kind of blew up. And then Grandma Judy gave me twenty dollars to pay for Skyrim. So, uh, so you're hoping you can make us blow up too? No, no, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Maybe there's a. Point. Maybe there's a future in this. Huh? To That's pay right. for what? Yeah, maybe some. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Tell what Skyrim. Some, to buy you some, off. No, no. A blandishment. Yes, a blandishment maybe in place. Skyrim is a uh, video. Oh, we're gonna can. Are we? Do I get to talk about Skyrim now? <clears throat> no. Oh, oh no, we have the grandparents here. Yeah, let's not talk about. Yeah, Skyrim. okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> so Jerry, you were born. Where were you born? Bend. In Bend, mm-hmm. um, and there's uh, was it a it was a pretty small it was smaller it was place. Like right? eight thousand people. Wow, so yeah. it was really small. <clears throat> Well, one one hospital, probably. Uh, St. Charles, it's yeah. still there. Yeah. Um, I actually, uh, uh, when I worked for Aetna, I went with a team of people to uh, Bend uh, to try to get them to use Aetna to provide the health insurance coverage for their employees. We didn't get the business, but it was kind of, it, it's not the same hospital I was born in because they tore that down right. and built a new one, but uh, it was kind of... Fun to be yeah, there definitely. In a I had to feel capacity. Go go back home again as yeah. a conquering hero. Um, okay, it's hold on. No, uh, no so did you? Did and your folks have? They have a ranch in Prineville, and did they? they have, uh, my my dad uh, drove a truck mm-hmm. and um, worked in a uh, tire store in Bend, and when I was eight, he. Uh, uh, the, my parents bought a uh, gas station in Prineville, which is 30 miles away. Mm-hmm. And so we moved to Prineville, which is between the second and third grade for me. And, and that was the point which my parents uh, became small business owners. Was that a hard move for you to make? Uh, oh, I hated moving. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're I had probably... my friends, and I thought life was over, but yeah. somehow I came through it. Yeah. Did you adjust pretty quickly? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty different, though, because you were a city kid, and all of a sudden you were living in I went country. from a town of 8,000 to a town of 2,000. Yeah, yeah. it was quite a, yeah. shocking that the, all the amenities were yeah. gone. So, yeah. Dad, you've kind of stolen my thunder, because the next question on my list is, what experience, uh, what was your experience like when you were growing up? I feel like that's already been answered. Well, why don't you ask another, another so question? So, I have the um, next question, and the next question is, what, well, actually, before that, can you do a quick discovery Discoveries of the last century, of last century. Sure. Um, <laughs> this is our new. Uh, so we have one segment. We don't have very many. Dad, segments. no, we have two segments. So the uh, first segment is uh, discoveries of the last century and uh, discoveries of the last century. Yeah, that's the need an echo in there. Century, <laughs> century, 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 century. Yeah, Dad, and then Dad's section is what is the title going to be for this podcast? 
Yeah. That's not really a, that's that's no, a, that was a segment. that's a question that we asked sort of near the end. It's not really a segment. I don't think I, I don't think that's professional. <laughs> I don't think it should continue. I don't. Uh, we shouldn't do that anymore. We no. should just oh, so we should just at the end we should talk about what we talked about and we shouldn't we shouldn't. I don't think we should be like huh. What talk? What should we? What should we call this one? <laughs> you know, I don't think that's very professional because we we do do all of our podcasts in one go. Fiona, you're making tons of noise. Um, we do do the whole podcast in one go without any edits or anything. So, unless the last time where I gave my phone number to the internet. I, sounds like a, I want to give more. I'm sorry, I'm sorry what, Jerry? Kind of sounds like a Bergman movie. A what movie? Bergman. Oh, Bergman movie, yes, it can. It can be very complicated and drawn out <laughs> sometimes. Um, Gramadonna, I want to know more history. Let's let's learn more history first. So, you're six and you moved back to Sacramento. Look, I know this is was very that, interesting to you. Well, it should be to you, too. This is your history. Mm-hmm. And Gramadonna, you, you, do you have something you want to add as far as, like, uh, history? Because I know that you're interested in that kind of stuff, too, right? You just did your um, your DNA and just found out. Didn't you do yeah, that? Yeah, we did. Yeah. And... Um, it, you know, because we're the age that we're at, it's probably not all that useful because it does predict some propensity for certain diseases. And, yeah. Um, that's and we've already gone past the age where you ordinarily would have gotten those diseases. Well, that's good, so, right? So it's not, yeah, as, it's not so as frightening. It's, yeah, it isn't. But, um, yeah, it, it's even the details were quite interesting. It even... Um, your propensity to pick up a cigarette, for instance, to smoke, and your propensity for alcoholism, your propensity for different kinds of cancer, all that kind of stuff. Doesn't it also tell you about your past, like people you were related to? It does. Which means we're related to that one guy, right? Yeah, and mine was all, you're going to be surprised at this, Northern Europeans. (laughs) (laughs) All Scandinavians. Yeah. No, actually, uh, England and oh, really? Ireland and Scotland and nobody, no, so nowhere was, in that area. Was it really primarily, Mom, from that, from the British Isles, or was it? Yeah, a, it know, was. Kind of, yeah, it was almost entirely. My mom's side of the family um, were probably from England, yeah. so you yeah. know they never talked about that kind of stuff. And I've traced some of it back. What about you, Grandpa? What, where, what, are you related to anything? Does you, do you have anything? Like, where are you from? Do I have parents? Yes, do you have parents? <laughs> That's a good question. I, I, I do. Okay. And uh, my, uh, my mother's family, uh, that all, my grandparents were all from England. My uh, mother's side came from the Caucasus in the northern Mediterranean, and my father's side from uh, the Germanic countries. The Caucasus meaning Russia? Is it it not quite that far? Kind of where, down the Black Sea. Okay. And Germanic, just tell me if I'm wrong, is that Germany, France, and Romania? Very good, yes. Kind of? Okay. Yeah. All right, thank you. But also you had just a trace of North Africa. Also, but I think yeah. Does that include that area? It's sort of the Caucasus, uh, by the Mediterranean. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's kind of interesting. We had a, one of our um, the Mediterranean. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're giving Grandma a hard time about the puns. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you should so be ashamed bad. of yourself. Um, oh God. Our friend Woody, the, our, our old boss back at Horace mm-hmm. Man, he uh, he did it too, and he found that he had a lot of Mongolian ancestry, and he's mm-hmm. very white. But it was interesting, that, like, because he does have. 
there I love how you have to make that, that clear, no, like how it's not already employed. No, I think that I think that's what's interesting is that we're actually much more a mixed race than I think we uh, think we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd love and to he, like. And he, when as soon as he said Mongolian, you could kind of see it in the shape of his eyes. There was something. I would um, love to like have somebody like Mitt Romney to go through and find out that he has like South African ancestry. <laughs> that would be so fun. Uh, anyways, I um. The next question on my list is another standard, um, and the question is, what do you think of Mr. Rogers? I loved Mr. Rogers. Loved? Loved. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Rogers has passed, is that correct? No, yes. Yeah, yes. Are we speaking of the Mr. Rogers in the sweater? Yes. Mm-hmm. In the beautiful neighborhood? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I thought Mr. Rogers was quite a wonderful guy. Okay. You, Grandpa? He seemed like a very nice man. All right. Do you know he was? uh, You've answered correctly. He was a Presbyterian (laughs) minister. Was he really? Mm -hmm. He was, but he wasn't like he wasn't enforcing his views on people, from what I've heard. Presbyterians never do that. (laughs) (laughs) Reform press Lutheranism is that. They could use a little more of that. Maybe. Yeah, would, uh, yeah. Spice things up yeah, a bit. They don't, right? they don't press their views Very. on anybody. He's my favorite maybe that's religious part of person. Your, you were raised Presbyterian, Mom. Maybe that's part of your... You want to keep your opinions to yourself if they may come into conflict with someone it may else. Be. Yeah. Isn't there part of you that thinks I'm getting a little older and I just want to say what I want to say? <laughs> no matter what. Occasionally that comes up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still concerned about what people think about it. Yeah, that's that never really goes away. Never stops. I I like her very much. That's good. That's the most important (laughs) thing. I keep waiting for that to go away too, and I feel like it's gone away a little. You keep waiting for him to stop liking her? No, to stop caring so much about what people think. Mm. And I still do too. When I'm 103, I'm just going to be the nastiest little, uh, you know, I'm going to be so bad. This is good, Dylan. You haven't cursed yet. Devlin usually curses at this point in the podcast. I was going to, and then I was like, oh, wait. (laughs) You stopped yourself. Okay, so uh, the next question on my list is, do you have any words of wisdom or any other um, mental intelligences like intelligence and charisma? Both D and D stats. I, I just wanted to bring up charisma. I love saying charisma. I love charisma in general. Um, do you have any words of wisdom for what what both me and Dad are about to face? And what I mean by this is both of you are older than us. True. And Dad is having a midlife crisis, so he says. And I think he likes having a midlife crisis a little bit because it's an excuse for him to have podcasts and a uh, buy paneers. And get baby bells and stuff. All things related to midlife crisis. The purchase of baby bells is uh, no. <laughs> part you of my you used crisis. to not purchase them because they were too expensive. And, and then one I... day you looked at me and you went, "Life's too short," you know. <laughs> and then you got the got baby bells and they, uh, true. the paneers, same deal. You podcast and all am, about this midlife crisis. I am crisis. letting myself get. And I'm about I to go into eighth grade, which is what I've heard kind of a big deal. I don't know. You know, I've just kind of heard this on the street. You ask people, what's a big deal? And they'll look at you in the eighth grade, and then they'll walk away. You know, so I, um, I was wondering if you had any advice or if you had anything to say. Maybe something for us to chew on or the podcast listeners to uh, kind of, you know, ingest. Maybe it'll be useful. Like, I doubt there's anyone my age listening. You, you going to let him answer there, buddy? No, I'm not done with my monologue. Um... <laughs> So, but I bet 
a lot of people could gain from this, especially dads. So, uh, do you have anything to say? <laughs> well, Jerry would probably be more eloquent than me, but I would say, don't discount everything your parents say. What does that mean? Don't completely dismiss everything they say. Okay. As you go into eighth grade, you're going to hear what they have to say in a very different way. Eighth grade, ninth grade, particularly. And they're going to seem old-fashioned and not with it and not, um, don't even understand me. They don't know what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. But there will be some truth in what they say, so don't. Okay, I'll take that. And I would say to your dad, I don't know what his parenting style is really like, but I would say... You're both still living, so that's... that's yeah. Mm -hmm. Says something good about it. Saying less is better than saying more. That would be my advice to the parent. That's good advice. Okay. What about for Dad's midlife crisis? Fiona hates that. Oh, Fiona, that usually I, involves a red convertible, by the way. Fiona, you want and I don't see one at your I, house. I have a bike. <laughs> I pretty much bored all it, in Is it a convertible? Yeah. <laughs> You're halfway there? Well, he did ask for my skateboard to ride between classes with. I have I have one. We have it at a big school, and they, I teach in one class, and then all the way on the other side of campus, I teach another one. I thought I'd ride a skateboard through the parking lot to get to the other side. Are you still going to do that? Because I would be delighted I, if I you might. did. I might. It depends on where my classroom is. I'm not sure where it's going to be this year. Fee, do you want to talk about that thing that Grandma Donna brought up? Please stop moving you the table, please. Yeah, you gotta stop touching the table. It sounds so like so. Fiona hates that thing because I tend to do that if there's something if she's if she's talks in a way that she's not supposed to talk. What do I say? What do I do? And she so tells my me that. advice was yes. good. Huh? She tells me that that I wouldn't be so mad if you didn't go on and on. I'm like, well, I wouldn't go on and on if you didn't do what I told you. Not to do. <laughs> and then you go on and, and on. And then you go away, like you're done, and then you come back. Yeah. And you go on uh, again. Sometimes it's hard for me to stop. And um, you hypocritical. And then Fiona tells me that I need to stop, and then I go, Don't you tell me to stop? I, you know, you see those parent things, right? That sounds pretty typical. Yeah. All right. That's good. That's great, great advice. So what about, about Dad? So he should buy a red convertible? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Dad, Absolutely. if you, you want to keep having this excuse to buy things, okay. don't buy a red convertible because then you can do it in little things you actually like. Okay. And, and then actually you can buy the baby bells if you want to. Yeah. There we go. Okay, what about you, Jerry? Do you have any... Um, well, as a child of the 60s, I'm kind of into meditative sort of things. And I think that uh, the Desiderata says it all, everything a person should aspire to. So you can look that up and read it. I don't think it'll mean very much to you. How does that spell? Is there, a, is there a quote from it you could give us? Oh, I, well, I know the whole thing because I meditate on it every day. But I don't, oh, do you really? I don't know that I could just by... Uh, repeating it to myself several times. I don't know that yeah. I could uh, do it on. What is it called? Demand. It's called uh, D E S I D E R A T A. D E S I D E R A T A. I'm a good speller. E R. Desiderata. Like that? D E S I D E R A T A. R A T A. Okay. So do you do this? Do you um, do you close your eyes and say, yeah. say it to yourself? And, yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. do it twice a day, once a day? Mm, well, I, I use, you know, when I can. I'm, I'm yeah. not uh, 
uh, all that. But you do it regularly. I, I do. Yeah, I try, I try to do it daily. That's and great. Sometimes uh, in a quiet space, and sometimes when I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. I tried to I tried to do the meditating thing and it really I enjoyed it and I felt like it benefited me. But it's and then very I, difficult. To yeah, stick with. to stay yeah. with the practice. That, yeah. That's uh, uniformly. Uh, many people say that they know meditation is a good thing and they feel good when they do it, but boy, it's hard to stick with it. Yeah, it's hard to do too. Of, it's hard to forget. Nah, well. It's hard to forget that I can't. I tried, and I always was just thinking about Nancy Grace. Because I <laughs> you see, the, the point about it's hard to calm your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the yeah. point about the, the, the whole thing that minds do is they think. That's I mean, if, right. an interesting philosophical question is if you if you're not thinking, does your mind exist? No, it doesn't really. Um, so does bra it. brains think, and the the uh, trick of meditating is to, to get them to focus their thinking. And just let those river of thoughts kind of go, right? And, yeah. uh, and, and to quiet, yeah. uh, quiet all of the external yeah. thinking. And, and don't focus on any one thing. Do you meditate too, Mom? Do you do, do some um, of that? I'm not as regular as Jerry is with it, but I you do, do do some meditation. I think it's good for you. Yeah, I, do. I think so too. And probably and, lowers blood pressure and does all sorts mm -hmm. of things that adults could benefit from. We're going to do it again. Definitely okay. get back into practice. Okay. Okay. And my thought about midlife crises is it's something everybody goes through, but but men seem to handle it differently. But I personally believe it's fundamentally about looking at your life and saying, is this all there is? Yeah. And the answer I've discovered is yes, but that's pretty good. <laughs> yes. It just takes a while to get there. Right, just and the, most people in the meantime go through trying other stuff to prove this as not or is in the end it is. Well, on, on, on another podcast I listened to that had a similar conversation and the guy said, I, uh, um, he, said I, uh, he said, as long as you can look at it back on your life and say, yeah, that was good before you die. I think you've had a successful I, life. The, 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 um, it, I enjoyed it and I did more good than harm. I think that's, that's good, important yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to recognize it. And I feel like if I call it out when I'm yeah, doing something it. silly or I have those feelings or thoughts, it's easier to sort of um, move on. That's like, oh, I'm, you know. Or you want to go? All right. Whole the next question. <laughs> the next question is uh, going to put you guys on the spot even more than the rest of these questions. So prepare uh, yourselves. Prepare your butts. <laughs> Do you have any questions for us? That's something Dad asked on the last podcast, and I believe Grandma Judy's response was, "Why do you do this?" <laughs> I oh, I don't need to ask no. why. I know you, this is just in your genes. Yeah, no. both of you. I did it when I was a kid, but with a little Revere real real tape recorder. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. What did you record, Jerry? Did you? Uh, me talking with friends and parents, and I, I, I did your own radio show? Did you? I'm sure I did. Yeah. Yes. But I think um, in terms of the two of you, you have very similar um, uh, issues around wanting to perform, enjoying performance kinds of things, and here you are doing it. Doesn't mystify me at all. So does anything, anything at all? Do you have any questions about anything? About anything? Yeah, it doesn't have to be so profound like it has been for the last really? 20 minutes. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Did your dad get too serious for you there? No, but he was, I, 
felt like he was gonna, you know, he's gonna start to cry, and <laughs> then we we're gonna have to go on, and I he's gonna that. go buy a red convertible, cry, and yeah. sell the outback. I think if the worst thing is that I'm buying baby bells, then I'm not having such a terrible time. No, it's not the worst thing, it's not too bad. What would you change if you had one thing to change? Ooh. Oh, man. There's so many things I could change, and some of them would be very offensive to my parents who were listening. So, like, what are the limits? Like, is there... I don't have any limits. I'd probably... I'd probably try to change something just about how things went, I guess, or how things are going, or just kind of, like, make the future better. I don't know. That's something I would do. I would try to just improve the general quality of what's going to happen in the future. What can you do to make that happen? Well... It requires lots of long, persuasive, charming talks with parents. I see. Okay. What would you change if you had one thing to change? Uh, I don't know. That's a that's a tough question. We're sort of at a crossroads with our house, so I think we're on the we're on the cusp of all kinds of changes. We're either going to do a remodel or we may try to sell it. So you're not going to like give me more money or so, like hope I have a good mm-hmm. life. You're going to say I, I, I hope our house. I hope we can make this decision. I guess like Trace and I, we you know your mom and I, we moved out here with you guys from New York, and I feel like our lives have been sort of a series of kind of major changes, you know, for the last six or seven years, you know. But and now I've, I live the, the longest I've ever worked. It's weird. I've worked six years at the school. It's the longest I've ever worked anywhere. Twice as long as I've ever worked. <laughs> but uh, well, Fiona and um, Devlin were very little when you came in. Now they're big people. That's and true. So your needs for space have probably changed They have, yeah. So if we stay here, we're going to have to get... And there's only so much we can do in this house. It's so small, so... And there's no closets. We have one closet in the entire house, so, you know, there's... If you're a closet! There's certain practical things that, you know, where... You know, we could sort of cobble something together, and maybe, maybe you know, Fiona loves it here, and, and we all are fond of it. It's our house, but... Hey, we have a small closet. That means we're good people. <laughs> we have a small footprint. And home is where your story begins. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Your mom loves that quote. That's her quote. There's a. So, Grandma, Grandma Donna, I want some more history. Um, what? No, wait. So, no, no, you've been dominating with the questions, so quiet hey. you. Um, uh, six and two, you and you and Linda with the parents moved back. And all the, the sisters, all you guys are like four years apart, is that right? Um, Linda and Sandy are three mm-hmm. years apart, and Sandy and Trish are five years Oh, okay, apart. so there was a big jump. So Trish mm-hmm. was... Um, a surprise, kind of. Huh? Yeah, well, in more ways than yeah. one, actually. Um, what do you mean by that? My uh, youngest sister is a half-sister. Oh. And we just found that out when my mom died. And then Did a, she tell you, like, before? She allowed it to be told. It was well, a pretty pretty big deal for Trish, too, because she, she wasn't told until... Until she was 29 years old. Right. And then she was told to keep it a secret. Right. And she so. pretty much missed the whole opportunity to connect with the fa- her father, yeah. who was different than my father. So. Yeah. That's quite a big deal, actually, isn't it? Cause it's, it's a very big deal. Because, you know... Especially for that generation, Trish was born in 1956... The moral standards were very tight, mm-hmm. and um, a woman who had a child by another man, it was a big deal. Yeah. 
Um, your parents were separated at the time, though, right? Um, they, there were long periods when my dad was not there. Yeah. And I was just a little kid, so I can't really account for where he was. Yeah. But it, he just was he he, stayed he away just, did a he, lot. So he would be gone for like weeks at a time, Mom? Two sometimes. or three at least, wow. yeah. Sometimes more? And like sometimes months at longer. a time? Um, would you hear from him? Would he call, or would he just? Uh... I think he did stay in contact with my mother, but he wouldn't talk. He didn't talk to us. So, so. Oh, it was business travel, right? Or was that? Yeah, just, most uh... of it was business travel, but I think he extended his business travel to suit his needs. To be honest, uh, I'm, 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 okay. And he had a serious alcohol problem. Okay, so wait, is this the? Is he? Was he abusive? Or did you have a decent relationship with him? Or I had a very decent relationship with him. He and my mother had a terrible relationship. Okay. That's such a um, complicated thing, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. you did. You loved him, right? Yeah, and he loved us. Yeah. He was sort of, he was a tough father, though, wasn't he? I remember you telling me this story about a guy who took you on a date, and then he brought you home, and he sat in the car and watched you go to the front steps instead of walking you to the front door, and your dad ran out the door and pulled him out of the car and told him, you'll walk her to the door next time. Right. And he definitely... He, he thought was, it was very disrespectful to he do was, that. He was like, you never met him, but he was like six foot six and about 300, 350 pounds. He was just a big bear man with a gravelly voice like this. Did he scare the crap out of you? Oh, it was so scary. Everybody. Yeah. He scared everybody. Kind of interesting, though. He was intrigued by him, but he was always... And he, and he would... He didn't have any censor. He would say whatever he thought. That's... Yes. You know, and no matter he how didn't hurtful. Care. <laughs> but it's but that's the opposite of where we are with yeah. our censorship of ourselves. Do you think maybe you do that because he didn't? You think maybe that's part of it? Subconsciously. Yeah. Um, but you but you loved him. He was uh, and he was affectionate and funny and all those things. Yeah. Sounds terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, guys, but he's well, not when you grow up as a little kid with a dad who's actually was six foot seven and three quarters. Wow, so even bigger. Um, even bigger. Six foot I mean, seven and three quarters. That's like Fiona, the guy we saw in the Costco the other day. That's taller than that guy. Wow. That's bigger. Jesus. So you may be that tall. You have you have some of his no. blood in you. No. So that was just. But I look more like I don't really look like the farmers as yeah. much as I look like mom's dad, and he was five eleven. That's so. true, but you you know who knows what you got whirling <laughs> around inside of you, buddy. That's true, and that's part of what's going to happen in eighth and ninth grade. Too. Right. You know, well, you know, I, I think we're, you know, I wish we could talk for longer. We're kind of running up against it because we have to go to dinner. Why do we have to go to dinner? Um, it's only 4.51. Well, I, I have to be at the show, buddy. So we have to have time for dinner. And well, have to go Dad, to the I'm going to make your life really hard. I'm going to say my phone number on the podcast No, again. do not say your phone number. Devlin said his phone number, and I had to go in and edit. I'm not good at editing, so there's a big time to time, you know. Well, they get them. They know what happened. Right. They can figure it out. Actually, it didn't sound that bad. Yeah, you can't get personal information because, uh, I mean, right now we have a burgeoning audience of 14, but just in case this thing Well, no, really they're takes all... Oh, 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 wait. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Jesus, you're supposed to be our number one fan here. You haven't contacted us since the first two episodes, and so I'm going to start crediting other people besides you. 
Pete was a very uh, uh, Pete Farber. Jesus, oh, Pete. He was a very. In- You're yeah. supposed to be our number one fan. I make jokes about how the podcast too, listeners too are all different aliases of you. So look, I'm gonna credit other people. Ryan, subscribe on the first. That's episode. right. We need to, and we need so, to reach out to Ryan. Him. That so was Ryan, fantastic. Yeah, him. and Ryan uh, gave us a review, a review and a rating on iTunes. Yeah. So Pete, gotta... what the heck? <laughs> Jesus. Come on, Pete. Come on, Pete. You got a lot to live up to here. But We're you're expecting our, more from you. You're our tech family. He came and visited for a few days and it was really fun. He's just the same mom. He's um, he's 50 years old and he's exactly the same as he was. Nice. You know. Nice. Really young man. fun, funny prank family, right? Is know. he in a relationship? Did yeah, he... he's married. He's married to a woman and they live in Switzerland and, and uh, he she has uh, she has sort of a real job and I think he sort of travels the country. Well, well uh, the last thing he was doing was he was setting up surfing Pete, school Pete, where he's helping kids to, to work on their everybody about your to prepare personal for life the next until you uh, Give us a no, no, don't talk over me. <laughs> Stop that. That's rude. It's so fun. It's no good. Don't I like really. talking to the podcast. But he was. But his idea was a surfing school where he was teaching kids. You know, he was going to train them how to pass their, you know, their state exams while they surfed in the afternoons. Which I thought was, you know, he kind of comes up with these great ideas. You know. And it's constantly, you know, going on one adventure after another. Like I said, boys. we're basically, yeah, Pete, we're going to just tell everyone about your personal life. We're going to expose all of your secrets, <laughs> all of your pranks, unless you tell us, you, you give us, you know, come on, Pete. This is ridiculous. Let's, Anyways, so why, you why you, hey, Maybe Devlin, Devlin, why don't you ask the grandparents, both of them, one more question and then we'll sign off, okay? Well, I'm actually, I, um... Pick your favorite question and then we'll... Out of questions. What you want to? You, what else do you want to ask him? Want to ask him one more thing? Or grandparents, do you have anything to add? Yeah. Do you have any more questions for us? Or it doesn't have to be questions. It can just be something you want. Well, I'm kind of curious about that. I love to be asked questions. I know, but let's leave it up to them. They can ask you a question but, if they want, or they can just say something. You know. Well, I think you censored yourself a bit when I asked you the question about what would you change. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I won't pursue that line. Let's see. That's very uh, perceptive, though. Yes, uh, he was yes. still in, uh, was holding back a little bit. I'm holding back a little bit, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. We all have private space. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's important to protect that private space. Possibly. Yeah. So there's that a limit. Be, that would be my comment. That's a good comment. Um, don't keep important secrets, but protect little private space. Do you have a comment, Grandpa? I think you guys are a great family. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you, that's so nice to hear. Thanks, Grandpa Jerry. Let's go eat. Ah, excellent. <laughs> Devlin, sign us off. All right. Goodbye, podcast neighbors. I hope you liked hearing this extra special grandparents episode again. <laughs> See ya.